Little Wing is now streaming on Paramount Plus. I'm in a period of emotional upheaval. Let's have all the oh, I don't care crap. A little adventure. Where are you going? I'm gonna steal a bird from the Russian pigeon mafia. Let's do it. Goes a long way. <laughs> Starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Life can hurt, but life is sweet. Little Wing, rated PG-13, may be inappropriate for children under 13. Now streaming exclusively on Terramont Plus. Welcome to It's Not You, It's Them, but it might be you with me, la la la, let me explain. And today, because it is Friday, I am being joined by Grace again, Grace Campbell, who you would have heard a couple of weeks back with me, putting the world to rights. And she's back again to tackle more of your dating dilemmas, to tell us more of her ics, and to send us into the weekend with a wonderful reminder to keep us fuck person free this weekend. Hello. Hi. It's lovely to have you back again. Thank you for having me. It was so good last time. We had such lovely feedback from all the listeners. They absolutely loved you. They're only human. Yeah, well, of course. (laughs) Who wouldn't love you? So we've got some more dating dilemmas to tackle I think we just need to just go straight into it because yeah, these I'm episodes are short and yeah. me and you we can talk for ages so yeah. let's just bang it out okay Grace is it a red flag if a man brings lube to a first date this was a question that, that was sent in I didn't just randomly ask her that out, <laughs> of, the, out of the blue <laughs> I don't think so. I mean, look, I is that because the implication is that he wants to do anal? I just don't know the don't context so. here. Like, because what happened? I think lube is amazing. And I think we're not taught when we're younger to use lube as much as we should because that's how people get BV and thrush and all of those, like, p- p- when your pH gets fucked up, if you're not, like, lubricated enough, especially when you're younger and you're having sex with your peers and they don't know really what they're doing and then you end up getting thrush. So I don't think, like, so I think it's really good when men like advocate for lube being used but like I don't know what the, what is the implication here yeah I mean I totally agree with you I think that lube really needs to be normalized lube it, is amazing even if you're wet even if you're like soaking I wet some, I use lube all, every time I have sex even if I'm wet but I just want to make sure I'm not gonna at all risk getting thrush because I'm very sensitive my ph levels are very sensitive so and sometimes men take it as some weird offence that yeah. I'm using it and that's what really bugs me out which is why that's like that should be normal to me that a man's like just to like, say that for lube. some people lube it, you have to be really you have to get the right lube yeah I mean I some use lubes completely can natural trigger, yeah 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 just water based scented lube. lubes and things like that or, or that have got like whatever in them can be quite triggering oh no for, like, never ever ever but like really really simple water based lube is yeah. your best friend I mean I would like to know a bit more context about how how yeah, how like, did he whip did it, it fall out, out on of the his day. pocket and you <laughs> oh shit there's the loop or did he say like hey I've brought this along I'm a really progressive man who understands about the wetness <laughs> of a vagina but I I is it a red flag okay I I, I, I no. mean well um I can't no, right so I know that you're looking at it from that point of view of like actually this is a good guy who understands the need for lube so actually like yay but also what why 
Like Okay, but then would you say it's a red flag if somebody comes on a first date with condoms in their pocket? No, but I also think that but he didn't even she didn't say condoms and lube. She just said lube. Yeah. And I, I and think, I and I think you're overestimating maybe men a bit like cuz that's the first thing that I went to like this man wants to fuck you up your ass. Right. That's not what I thought um, at all. But fair. That would maybe, you're maybe right. I'm more cynical than you. Yeah, well no, I just think like because I because I use like I talk about lube so much yeah. that like I feel like that to me would be like oh yeah amazing but if it is like some presumption that you're gonna do anal yeah then yeah that is a red flag yeah and how did he bring it like is it, I think what, would you think it was context. a red flag if he gave it to you as a gift like hey I know you love lube so I bought this as a little like treat for our first date <laughs> <laughs> but why would he know that on your first date <laughs> it's on your profile yeah he's followed I'm a your Insta. And I love lube. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if it's a red flag. I would ask. I would be like, "Why did you bring this lube to the first date? Exactly. What What is your intention with this lube?" And then I guess your answers will his answers will let you know whether it was a red flag. Or I not. hate when like you feel like on a date someone's being really presumptuous about what's going to happen. Like that very much like triggers something in me and makes me want to leave because yeah. I especially I feel like all the time like men think I'm like such a slut that I'm always going to like do like crazy shit with them like the first time that I've met them and that makes me hate them more so if if, if I felt like someone had bought lube because they're presuming on a first date we're going to do anal I'd be like go fuck yourself like I'm not even going to kiss you now well I also think even not just anal I think presuming that we're going to do anything gonna yeah. that really really bugs me out when yeah. I consent that that's happening but then like at the same time, like, obviously, like, I always have a condom in my purse just in case. That I don't think that's presumptuous, but it's like, if you f if you assume that we're going to have sex because of whatever reason, then it makes me want to have sex with you way less. All right, next question says, how many dates should you wait before you ask, what are we? Oh, I don't know. This is such a foreign conversation for me now. <laughs> so this is the kind of, like, typical dilemma where you're seeing someone you've been on a few dates you're pretty sure that you both like each other and you're kind of sitting there thinking well we're like hanging out we're having sex but there's no label on this and I really want to say to this guy like mm. are you are you my boyfriend there's such an anxiety I think that you d you're gonna do it and then you're gonna jeopardize that it, you're gonna fuck it gonna up be so like whoa 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 this yeah. is moving too fast because that's all happened to all of us and then I think it traumatizes you so much I think it needs to be so instinctive. Like, if you feel like it's the right time to say it, then it is the right time to say it, and then you should do it. And if they turn around and say no, then it's good that you know that, and then you can make a decision based on that information. Like, either you're going to walk away or you're just going to carry on seeing this person more casually. Yeah, and I, th but I think the question, what are we... You're asking that person as if they are dictating the yes. pace of everything and That's as if so they're true. in control of everything. When there's two people, it's 50 50. So, why do you have to ask the other pe person what we are rather than having a conversation to establish what you'd both like to be? So, instead of being, I don't think it's about how many dates should you wait. I don't think there's like a set number for that. I think it's more like when you get to that stage where you feel like, actually, I do you want a bit more commitment or I want exclusivity or I'd like a label on this kind of thing? When you get that feeling, you can ask the question, but not like, what are we? Yes, it's you not tell like me you're, what we you're are. my boss and you're telling me like when I can have a pay rise. Yeah, like, so have, it's a mutual decision. Exactly. I also think you have to go to someone with quite clear, with quite a clear idea of what you want. And then you say like, this, <laughs> this is maybe such bad advice, but what I like 
have done in the past when I've wanted to get into a relationship with someone is said, have you gotten with any other people recently? And then like whatever they say to that, like whether it's yes or no. And then I say, I've been thinking about it and I don't think like I want to get with other people. And I, I don't think the idea of you getting with other people like m- makes me feel sad. So I'd really like for us to be exclusive. Mm. And then it that, that's a good way to like maybe broach that conversation because if it is about exclusivity, you can just say like, it's getting to a point now I've got so many feelings for you that it's not making me comfortable thinking about that. Yeah, it's interesting because sometimes exclusivity happens, but still not commitment. So you will have that conversation about like, but are you so sleeping with other that. people? It's like secondary school. It is. It's so childish. Like we're exclusive, but you're not my boyfriend. You know, but it, but it's, but it's happening. Yeah, no, childish. I know. I mean, like, no, I know. No, no, no. The world are going is full of commitment phobes. Yeah. Like, and I think something it has become even more extreme since COVID. Yeah, which I've noticed that so many more people are terrified of fully committing because I think the pandemic made everyone be like feel trapped in whatever their current circumstances yeah. were, and so you don't want to feel like you're going to be claustrophobic again. But it's just so immature to behave that way and think you can have like both ways. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I totally agree. I think that communication is the key for everything. And so, yeah, if you're at that stage with someone, don't wait. Just say, like, not what are we, but this is what I want. Yeah. This is how I feel about you. This is what I want. Where is your head at? And if they're in a totally different place, do not compromise yourself just to keep them. So if you want exclusivity and commitment, but they're like, oh, I'm not really ready for that right now, but I might be at some point in the future, go. Like, don't hang around waiting. Yeah, you're just going to waste your time. Absolutely. All right, last question for the day is, does penis size matter? Um, I don't necessarily think so. Uh, I feel like there's... Penis, like, shaming makes me so stressed for men because I feel like there's so much of toxic masculinity comes from men feeling really insecure about the sizes of their dicks, which sounds so basic. But, like, I do think that there's so much shaming going on, more, like, with men, but also, like, women definitely don't help it. Um, I have had amazing sex with people with, like, smaller dicks, and I've had amazing sex with people with really big dicks. I feel like it's much more about, like, your talent as someone in bed, and you have to get good at that. You can't just be lazy and have a big dick and think that that's going to make people be like, oh, my God, this sex is amazing, because it's really like not oh absolutely and actually I think if anything and not to shame men with really big penises but I I I don't know where this kind of myth came from really like the bigger the better and, and because most women I know find it painful if mm. their cervix is being bashed and it's going to be bashed if there's like a big a big penis um you know and actually p- big penises are not they're actually quite awkward they yeah, can be quite can really hard really... and also you feel like you have to like not say anything because you're like you think I think because we've been told that like having sex with a bigger dick is like better sex yeah and I've had sex before and been like oh my god this is so fucking painful and yeah. I wanted to stop it's not enjoyable no. at all like if anything I think I'd go for like team small medium rather than medium large like if I had the choice and like you say it really is about it's, it's about so much more than the penis and especially if you're having sex with heterosexual women because we're going to have a much better time with oral and fingering yeah, exactly. and all of that kind of stuff That's anyway. Not, like the dick yeah. is not the main event for most of us. 
So, yeah, I think men get really paranoid. And and like you say, it's been something that's been used to shame them for so many years. And, like, the penis really is that uh, very central to the masculinity yeah, thing. Yeah, 100%. You know? um, so it, it, it's sad, really, that, that, that men have been made to feel like they have to be a certain size to be considered a man when actually most women are just really happy with yeah, a I man just, who's good in bed. Just be good in yeah. bed. Like, stop thinking about the size of your dick and learn how to give head. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> men who don't give head are... Yeah, but also men who give bad head. Sorry, this is so... That's so rude. But, like, it's almost worse than not getting head. Yeah. Just yeah. better. I shouldn't have said men who don't give head are pathetic because there are some men who don't give head for very good reasons. Like, you know, they've had some kind of trauma or something. But the rest of them who are not doing it for those reasons are pathetic. <laughs> Know that fizzy feeling you get when you read something really good, watch the movie everyone's been talking about, or catch the show the internet can't get over? At the Pop Culture Happy Hour podcast, we chase that feeling five times a week. We talk about the buzziest movies, TV, music, books, and more. From lowbrow to highbrow to in between, catch the Pop Culture Happy Hour podcast from NPR. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. <laughs> Thank you for answering the dating dilemmas. We're going to move on to your ix. We had a good chat about ix two weeks ago when you were last here. So now it's time to talk about them again. If you have any ix left, we did have a good chat. No, I do. We? I do. I've actually just thought of one, but this is quite dark. But oh, like, the darker the better. Okay, fine. Um, I went on a date with someone like not that long ago and he was so not the like just his the way he dressed what he worked in he worked in the city like he was so not my type I was like I'm just gonna like do something different because who knows and we were having a conversation about rape because I'm just like a really fun girl <laughs> and that's the kind of chat I have. I'm exactly the same <laughs> one day it's, it's so shit <laughs> and then he said to me um that he thought that women didn't get raped as much as we think and that actually men get raped just as much, if not more, than women. And I was completely gobsmacked. <laughs> like, I was, like, hysterically laughing, like, this is fucking nuts. And I was like, what made you think that? Like, what gives you the right to say that so confidently? And he said, because I've never met a woman that's been raped, but I have <laughs> met one man that's been raped. <laughs> Oh my! And God. I was like, okay, so that's how you're studying this. And literally every it, woman he's met probably has. But been raped. wouldn't they just tell haven't him told him. He goes round saying shit like this. Yeah. And I was like, how? How do I get out of this situation? It was so like, it was so. I mean, I, it wasn't even like that triggering for me because I was like, this is comical. Like I'm with a fucking moron mm -hmm. who's making loads of money, and you're a fucking idiot. And it, but then, I, but then what happened was like in that situation, like I so I wanted to leave, but then I ended up just getting so passionate and angry about it and then sort of like giving him too much mm. because I was like why am I emotionally talking about rape with this moron who doesn't know what he's talking about I need to just leave and like yeah. let him pay the bill 
So I guess that was a very extreme it. That no, but that, you know, again, that's kind of not, like, that's so that's fucking so not an rational. Ex- ma- like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you got turned off him for extraordinarily good yeah, reason. Yeah, that is true. Also, his shoes were very ick. Of Before course. Before this happened, he if, was wearing these, like, non-branded trainers. If you've got a mind that works like that, you're not going to be able to go into Sports Direct and choose, like, the right kind yeah. of shoes if because you, your brain is fucked, like... For him to believe that, like, he's a fucking idiot. It's really difficult, actually, because, like you say, where where do you stop? Like, do you try to change these men's minds? Do you try to give them that education and, and send another man off out into the world knowing a little bit more? Mm. Or do you just go, you are a moron and mm. I'm walking away from this and allow him to just continue to believe that he's never met a woman who's been raped, you know? what 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 is the best way to handle that situation? And I'm not quite sure. And I don't think we owe education or energy to men i don't think we should be out here schooling the people grown men who are out on dates with and if we're not morally aligned with them then we shouldn't be continuing it but it's so hard though because i feel like with dating it's like basically you're putting yourself up to a risk that you could be sat opposite someone who says something like that or like does something incredibly disgusting that repulses you and you just never really know what you're going to get which is why yeah i don't do it as much as i used to yeah. because i can't be bothered with like being in those situations and having to think how am i going to get out of here like how am i going to leave yeah sometimes like i will stay in those kinds of situations for long because i'm like this is going to be really good to tell a story one day like this yeah. is really funny like if they're not offending me i'm like this is fun i once not long ago went on a date with a guy who asked me if thrush was an energy drink <laughs> <laughs> and i was like that you, i love the way your mind works that's amazing hey <laughs> you don't know what thrush is but you think it's like ksi's drink yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god i'd love to know the conversation that led up to well, that i was like, obviously talking about thrush because that's another one of my big date chat yeah i know this is the problem thrush I, and rape <laughs> yeah sometimes i'm like why am i still single and then i'm like well that's because you bring really disturbing content yes. to your dates no like, chill yeah that's not really sexy <laughs> is it no that's literally what i'm like well on that note us people who are clearly not best placed to be helping anyone with their love lives can you give the listeners a weekend reminder friday night reminders are that uh, they are here to prevent people from getting involved with fuck people over the weekend yeah okay don't shave or get a wax or go through any kind of uh rigmarole in preparation to see someone if you don't know that they're definitely coming um because what if they don't and then you're gonna feel like a fucking mug it's um, really actually upsetting when you horrific. have like de-haired, made yourself as buff as you can possibly be. Cleaned and, up. And then you get that phone call and you think it's them saying, hey, I'm outside. And it's them saying, hey, something's come up. My auntie's just like <laughs> arrived at Heathrow Airport by surprise. And like nobody else in the whole family can collect her. So I'm going, can I come see you tomorrow? And you're like... It's going to feel like a fucking hedgehog tomorrow. It's not going to be the same. Like Yeah, but also I've hyped up to see you today yeah i don't want to see you tomorrow there's something so urgent and short term about situations like that it's like i'm gonna be over it tomorrow yeah sorry my mind moves on very quickly exactly bye i mean firstly you don't need to remove anybody hair for anyone don't shave honestly the ingrown hairs that i get if i ever shaved my vagina are horrific don't shave your vagina because that is inside you and if you put a razor up there that could be very horrific Horrific. like hopefully shave your vulva only but also you don't need to do that no don't do it not for anyone else if you don't don't do it you like yourself i really don't think people care Mm, i think 
I think messy bush. No, I would but like care a nice, about. like organized. I mean, like at the moment, I'm hairless because it's the summer. But during the winter, I'm so disorganized. Like my like waxing schedule is just all over the place because I just find it hard to like dedicate an hour to go and get a wax because it's so fucking painful. Um, but in my experience, I think like whenever I've had like a hairy vagina, like people will have sex with me in exactly the same. Yeah, way. I, 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 I don't think there's many men that will be like, ah, it's hairy. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, not going near it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but also, I mean, like what I was thinking when I said the bush I meant more like you know if you see a guy and it's just like untamed oh absolutely that's a real ick forest for me. yeah that is a real ick for me it needs to be kind of looked off like yeah a, just like garden it yeah yeah but uh, but yeah that is definitely a really good weekend reminder don't don't do too much unless it's a definite and then if it's not a definite going like because that's part of the other problem is like if you have like got yourself into peak smoothness and then they cancel don't be tempted to be like well someone has to see it someone has to make yes, use and then of it this. forces you to text someone they haven't spoken to for oh, like yeah yeah don't do don't that do it. horrible don't do it. that was amazing thank you grace you are just phenomenal where can listeners find you if they want more disgrace campbell on instagram and tiktok and then all my information for all my shows will be there click the link in her bio <laughs> and go and see her in stand up she's fucking hilarious amazing brilliant so that's it for another friday episode we will of course be back next week on monday wednesday and friday if you want to get involved and send in a dating dilemma is this a red flag fuckboy reply a question for my agony aunt episode or a topic for us to discuss please send it to my separate instagram which is at ask la 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 let me explain if you want to get hold of me on my normal insta it's at la 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 let me explain and you can engage with me on there and let me know feedback uh, after you've listened to the podcasts and often there'll be stories about the podcast that you can get involved with and that's it that has been another week wrapped up la 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 let me explain this has been a sony music entertainment production